0: Welcome back to another glass of Charlie Fay. So grab whatever you're drinking today, whether that be a coffee, a glass of wine, or maybe 13 shots of tequila, because we like to change things up and there's no judging in this safe space. So relax, get ready. We're about to jump in. On today's episode, there is no special guest. I'm the special guest, actually. And I decided that I wanted to do a listener's episode. So this week, we're talking about embarrassing moments. If you guys already know me, you know that I live off of embarrassing moments. That's just what I do. That's who I am as a person. But I wanted to hear what you guys Have experienced in your lives and your embarrassing moments. So I asked you guys to send in some of your most embarrassing moments and I'm going to read them out today. And I'm also going to be adding in some of my own. I really hope you're ready for this. Let's start with one of mine to break the ice because I'm sure you guys are waiting to dig into some of my most embarrassing moments because I have quite a few. So, if you don't already know, I am a wedding photographer. So, I shoot weddings on a daily basis. And I usually wear dresses or like some kind of romper to my weddings. Um, So, last year I was at a wedding and it was a beautiful day. And I was wearing a dress to this wedding, but I wasn't wearing any shorts underneath or full underwear. I was wearing a G string. So, I was Shooting the bride and the groom saying their vows. So I was at the front of the ceremony and there was about a hundred people in back of me And so I was trying to keep my dress in between my legs the entire ceremony because I realized that it was quite windy And I was trying not to move because I didn't want my dress to fly up and expose my genital area So uh, I was at the front of the ceremony and all of a sudden I didn't have my dress tucked in between my legs well enough. And this gust of wind just blew my dress over top of my head. Like literally my dress just went over top of my head, exposing my ass to every single person that was there at the ceremony. It was humiliating. And all I could think of was I'm never going to be able to show my face here again. I feel like you guys are really going to get to know me as a person throughout this podcast. So if you're here and ready for it, then that is fantastic. Um, If you're not ready to hear about all of the personal things that go on in my life and all of my embarrassing moments, you should probably stop listening here because it's about to get real personal. So we're going to jump into some of the I guess the messages that I've gotten from a few people that um, have sent in some of their embarrassing moments. So let's get started with this one. Hello, first and foremost, I wanted to say that I absolutely love watching your videos and what you have to say, you are so inspiring. My name is Brittany and I have an embarrassing story. However, it is sex related and potentially inappropriate. Nevertheless, it's hilarious. Title, where did the condom go? (laughs) I already know where this is going. And I feel like I'm not ready for it. <laughs> As a couple years ago, I hooked up with a guy a few hours before I went to work. We agreed to use a condom and got on with the deed. I love that she calls it the deed. When he was done, I looked and the condom was not on him. I started freaking out and was so upset that he didn't actually put the condom on. He told me he did. At that point, I realized it must have slipped off and was stuck inside of me. I began panicking. He ended up calling his mom for help. LMAO, that's so weird. I mean, I would call my mom too. She told him to drive knuckle deep into me fishing for this condom. He had no luck. I start crying and Google, what happens if you get a condom stuck in you? Google told me to push it out like a baby. So I ended up lying on my back. Then I push like, oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> that I pushed, like I imagine it would be having a child. I don't have any kids yet, so I don't know how it feels. Eventually, I gave birth to this condom. I was never so happy to see a used condom in my life. Oh my God, Brittany! I just that was that was a lot to handle. Um, congratulations on your condom, baby. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you so much for bringing in that story, Brittany. I feel like everybody's going to enjoy it as much as I did. This one was sent in anonymously. So it just says anonymous, embarrassing moment. One night, me and my friend got really drunk and before bed, we thought it would be super cool to try yoga for the first time. So we put on a YouTube yoga video on TV and started doing poses. Well, after a few poses in, I'm laying down doing some funky pose that has my boobs choking my chin and my toes where my head is. And I'm totally pissing all over myself. We couldn't stop (laughs) laughing. And 10 years later, me and my best friend to this day still laugh about it. I, however, refuse to do any yoga now, sober or drunk. Honestly, I probably do not recommend doing yoga at any point in time. I cannot do it for the life of me. I'm not flexible, so I probably end up pissing myself as well and all over my body. So thank you so much for sending this in. (laughs) Here's another anonymous send-in. So it says... So I'm like seven to eight months pregnant, and during my whole pregnancy, I struggled with varicose veins in my fucking vagina. If y'all don't know what that feels like, here's an example. To me, it felt like huge ass rocks swelling my vagina. Not fun. So one day, I go pee, and after I stand up, let me tell you, the pain was unreal. I was so swollen down there, it literally scared me. My aunt lived downstairs from me, so thankfully I could call her. And so I did, and I said, hey, I'm stuck on the toilet because my vagina is falling out. Girl, I can totally relate to that. (laughs) So she runs upstairs and checks the situation out. Well, the look on her face dropped. I'm not joking. She calls 911. They show up, and they're like, um, have you ever had your vagina this swollen? I said, no. So they lay me down on my mom's bed. And they say, so it looks like you're about to have the baby. Can you push out your next contraction? I was like, um, excuse me? First off, I'm not contracting. And second of all, I am not having this fucking baby in my mom's bed. Thank you very much. I was screaming and crying because I knew I wasn't in labor. They carried me down the stairs and brought me in the hospital for false labor because I guess they don't know what a real one is. And when I got there, I had a room full of nurses looking at my vagina. Yeah, that's quite the story. Thank you so much for sending that. (laughs) Here's another one of my own stories. If you guys don't already know this, me and Josh met at a wedding back in 2018, but right after the wedding, he had to fly back to China because he was working there at the time. So we didn't really spend any time together at all when we first started talking. And he had taken a week off in December, and I'd taken a week off in December, and we met in Thailand. So that was really the first time that we spent any length of time together. So fast forward to when I was in Thailand. Um, Obviously, when you first start dating someone, you just – you don't want to let them know that you poop. You just do, you want to make them believe that you don't have any kind of bowel movements, you don't do anything gross with your body. And obviously that doesn't last for very long, especially when you struggle with undiagnosed IBS like I do. Anyways, so when we were there, um, we were staying at this villa, and any time that I would need to use the bathroom, in better words... I would send him to the 7-Eleven that was down the road and make him get just like the most random shit for me. So one time it was like a toothbrush. I was like, oh, babe, I need a toothbrush. Can you go get it from the corner store for me? And he was like, don't you already have a toothbrush? I've seen you like brush your teeth more than once. I was like, oh, I dropped it on the floor. I don't want to use it anymore. So he'd obviously go because he was being polite. But then things started getting weird. I would send him for deodorant. When he already knew that I had deodorant or I'd sent him for like a Gatorade, even though we had some in the fridge, it just didn't make any sense. So finally he came home one day or he came back to the villa and was like, Shirley, I know what you're doing. And I was like, what do you mean? What am I doing? And he was like, I know you're taking a shit when I leave. I know that you're making me leave so that you can take a shit while no one's in the house. And I was like, what are you talking about? That's not what I'm doing at all. Obviously, I came clean because he needed to know. And so we kind of got past that point. And once we got past that point, um, we had a date night, I guess, like, I don't know, like four days into the trip. So past the point of, you know, telling him that I was shitting every time that I made him leave the house. So we were on, um, on this Island and we had, I think it was green curry that night. And obviously anything that has any amount of spice in it will make my body lose its mind. And it just will 100% betray me in public. My body does not, is not friends with me at all. Anyways. So we're, you know, walking along the beach, we're both a little bit tipsy and then it starts raining and we're dancing in the rain. I put some music on my phone. It was so romantic. And then all of a sudden I, was, I looked at him and I was like, I have to go. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I have to go right now. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, if I don't make it to the bathroom in 3.5 seconds, I'm going to shit my pants. And he was like, oh no. So he starts trying to find a bathroom with me because he, that's how much of a gentleman he is. <laughs> So we're trying to find a bathroom and finally we found this resort and I barely made it. I'm like telling you it was, it was very, very, very close. And I spent 45 fucking minutes in that bathroom and came out and he was waiting there and he was like, are you okay? Let's go back to the villa so that you can take a nap or just rest up. Cause I know you're probably not feeling good. And this is why I'm going to marry this man one day. Here's another anonymous one. After my wedding day, my husband and I were leaving for our hotel and I was hungover and got the flu, which I caught from my husband. He gets the flu the week of our wedding. My husband. Just our luck. Anyway, we were leaving the hotel and I had to fart. <laughs> I already know where this is going. I didn't feel good and he knew it and he was like, don't do it. Don't trust the fart. And I was like, no, I got it. Don't worry about it. He was like, No. And so I did. And I shit my pants. <laughs> he died laughing and jokingly told me I really let myself go after the <laughs> Oh, but it gets better. He pulled over for gas. He thought it was hilarious. I did not. We joke about it so much now. I'm glad him and I are so open about it because he did not care. And I was slightly embarrassed. I can 100% relate to that girl. The amount of times that I've had to stop on the side of the road to, for Josh to let me out so that I could shit somewhere in the woods because I couldn't make it to a gas station, I couldn't make it to a store, is unreal. So I can 100% relate to this. This one's called 16 and full of shit, and I already love where this is going. Let's get right to it. It was 2011, and I was in grade 11 and part of the rugby team at school. We usually always had our practices after classes, but once in a while, we'd have practice on the weekend. This was one of those weekend practices. Like you, I have undiagnosed IBS, and I'm guessing you can tell where this is going. As it was the weekend, the school was locked. Our coaches were the only ones who had the passcode to get in to use the washrooms, which by then, I had already used a bunch of times that day because it was a bad flare-up day. So practice ended, and while I was waiting for my dad to pick me up, my belly starts growling. If you know what I'm talking about, you already know what I mean. Once that starts, you literally have one minute to make it to the bathroom before all hell breaks loose in your pants. All the coaches were gone, and most of the team, too. I fucking banged on that door for five goddamn minutes straight, hoping someone would answer me, but no one fucking answered that door. I had two options, either take a shit on the side of the schoolyard, which had cameras, or shit my pants. So of course, in the time it took me to make a decision, I shit myself. I, I just couldn't stop it. It just happened. <laughs> that was the first time I'd ever shit myself. I didn't even know what to do. Worst part, a teacher came up and opened the door for me as it was happening. I had time to go to the washroom, clean myself up, throw out my spandex, and go back outside where my dad was there. I only told my parents a few years later. To this day, I won't go anywhere without a washroom open close by. I <laughs> I know where all of the good washrooms are in Moncton. I swear to God, I cannot use a bathroom that's in a stall. Like, I can't use the ones that where you can see people's feet. I'm a shy pooper, unless I'm having some kind of IBS episode and I just don't like it when people can hear stuff fall into the toilet. Like I'm sure I'm not the only person. So I know where there is the washrooms that you can actually close the door and there's no stalls. Like the single washrooms, I know of every single one of them in Moncton. So if you need some recommendations, hit a girl up. This is another pretty embarrassing one and it's about me. About six to eight months before me and Josh first started dating, I was dating someone else at the time, and I hope to God he does not listen to this podcast because that would be another embarrassing moment that I could add to this list. So we'd only seen each other a few times, like probably like three or four times, and there was one specific time, and this just happened to be the last time, that I'd slept over at his house, and a few days before that, I'd gotten a really, really bad sunburn on my back and on my butt. And you know what happens when you get a sunburn or a really bad sunburn, you usually peel afterwards. So I was sleeping over and I didn't realize that I was peeling at the time. And we woke up the next morning and I look over at him and I was like, good morning. And he kind of looks at me and he's brushing stuff off his body. And I was really confused because I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, like, what's that? And then he kind of looked at me and I looked at the bed and realized that it was all of my fucking dead skin. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. And he was like, oh, it's, it's okay, I guess. And I left there so incredibly embarrassed and he never called me again. And I just want to say, I'm so sorry for being such a flaky bitch, Okay. And that is all the time we have left for today. I hope you guys enjoyed all of the embarrassing stories, including my own. Make sure to check out the show notes on where to follow me and how to contact me if you would like to be featured on an episode. I hope you guys have the best Tuesday. Ta-ta for now.